Hi everyone, thanks for joining us for the Shine with Purpose podcast. We are Kim, Christy, and Joanne. This podcast is created to inspire you on your way to step out in your purpose. Live your life on faith to tackle the world with confidence. As we go into this journey, you will experience growth and transformation. Ready, Kim? Ready, Joanne? Let's go! Welcome to another episode of Shine With Purpose. We are so excited to introduce our guest for today's episode, Sarai. She's an amazing person, very friendly, a youth leader at a church, and I feel like she's an example for many for the kingdom. She's been an inspiration for many young people. And if you can go ahead, Sarai, and tell more about yourself, yourself tell our listeners more. Hi, everyone. I want to say thank you for this wonderful invitation, for this wonderful podcast that you guys, like we just prayed before, are preaching the gospel and sharing the good news, and that's what we are called to do. And thank you for that beautiful introduction of me, girls. <laughs> yes, I am the youth leader at my church, but beyond anything, I'm just a servant of God, and all I want to do is just be his instrument and you know, I'm willing to serve him however and whenever he wants me to. And I'm just filled with the Holy Spirit right now. So this is perfect timing for this beautiful. So good. Yeah, for this beautiful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll actually talk about a very like interesting topic today. I feel like many of us are like interested in this topic. And it is how to discern the white relationship for you. And especially as a Christian, we cannot date the same way as the, the world, world mm-hmm. day and it's very important to know who's the wife you want for us so that's what we'll be talking about today and we know Sarah you're married how long have you been married and how has that been how is it for you to discern the white men for you well me personally the world teaches you to try it before you go deeper into it to try different relationships to try to see how who and when, how you like the person and, you know, your type. And the Bible does not teach you that. The mm-hmm. Bible teaches you that God has a man and a woman with a purpose and united together. He had Adam and then he had Eve. And then he had for all of the people in the Bible that had a relationship, he already had a plan for them. When he had Abraham, he passed Sarah. So he has somebody for you. The thing is that we get so caught up with the world and trying to have the specific timing that somebody else does that it's just not our time yet and we try to hurry ourselves. And that's, I believe, happens to everyone. It even happened to me. So when Jesus allowed me to find my significant other, who's now my husband, was when I wasn't looking. Wow. And when he wow. wasn't looking. I was done with relationships. I did the dumb relationships that just wasted my time, my energy. But I mean, he allowed it for a reason, although it was not the person I was gonna marry, but I was tired of it. I was tired of seeking for a man of God in the world. I wasn't gonna find that. So I said, okay, I'm done. I just wanna be a college student and enjoy my college years and I don't want to know anything about men like men are tiring and I don't want to be tired anymore (laughs) and at the same time he was going through the same process so 
Jesus, our relationship bonds goes back for years. Like our family knows each other for years and years and years. And then we had never met until the perfect timing for God. And when we met, he was an atheist. Wow. Because of that, I was like, this is not the man of God. And I'm not even going to date him. Like, and my mother saw something in him. And she was like, you know, I don't, you know, don't date because he's older than you, but get to know him because I like him and I like his family and I see something in him. And I was like, okay, fine. So we're going dates, but we, listen, we never kissed. We never even pop kissed. I told them since our very first date, I am a virgin and I'm waiting until marriage. Wow. And our first date, he told, uh, he told me it's your body and I respect it. Wow. Um, yeah. That, that's when I was shocked because you say that to anybody, even Christians, you can say that. And they're like, yeah, but the Lord united us already. So might as well, you know, and this guy who's an atheist is telling me this and he's five years older than me. Wow. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Kept on like going on regular dates, nothing, like just eating, getting to know each other, um, hung out with his family. We were never alone mm-hmm. um, as we were getting to know each other. We were never alone. Like, like in a room or nothing I was he's not a Christian we're just friends and I'm just getting to know him because my mom saw something in him oh, and that's amazing yeah so one day we had a, a bad encounter after a church meeting not from the church that I go to but I used to go to another church and like since because he was five years older than me they were concerned so they asked him a lot of questions and he felt really uncomfortable because it was it just wasn't right the way that, that sometimes us Christians judge others, to be honest with you, because he is a good guy. And since then, he has shown he was a good guy. So that day he went off like it was like, this is why I don't like Christians. This is why I don't believe in God, because all they do is judge, because all they do is point fingers. They don't even know me and look how many positions he made. So he saw my face and I was like, this is over. This is what I thought. I was like, no matter of, yes, that person did wrong in the way he spoke to him, but he's saying this about God and Christianity and I'm done. Like he saw, he read my face and he stopped then there in the car because we were, well, he was driving. Mm-hmm. He called me, he apologized and he said, I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, so I'm here thinking in my head okay this is done I like I don't want to see him again and then at at the same time like this was allowed for him to say I'm gonna give it a try Mm -hmm. when he said that it's like okay things can change but (laughs) let's leave Mm -hmm. it to the Lord guys we still haven't even kissed and this has been like three months already and um so he's giving it a try and one day I tell him can you pick me up after the church meeting just pick me up because I didn't even have a car and he was like, okay, at what time are we going to the church meeting? And I was like, whoa, okay. Hey, okay. So we go and there and then to make the story short, he gave his life to Christ. Wow. When he gave his life to Christ, I realized this man could be the man of God. Because hmm. first of all, it's I, yeah, it's like he, his personality and the way he was passionate then he started reading the word and I am telling you, he learned more than me in 21 years that I've been with the Lord. Wow. He learned in like months, <laughs> the things that I could never even learn. And he was teaching me about this. Yeah. So 
I'm trying to get at here is that your husband is your head. Mm -hmm. You're getting ready for marriage. You're getting ready to have a husband. I don't even see like relationships in the Bible. I see that they were engaged and then they got married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was already being ahead. He was knowing more of the word than me. And I wanted that. He was praying and seeking more than me. And I wanted that. Mm -hmm. He was more passionate for the Lord than me. And I wanted that because as a head, he has to be the one that pushes me to go to God. And I have as a neck to be praying for him, to be praying for his relationship with God because he's fully guided by God. And then I'm guided by God in him. So it's yeah. beautiful. It's, it's an entire body that's going on. It's the movement. So when I'm seeing this, we gave it to God and I told God, I'm, I don't want to make a mistake. We're going to date. So I need you to confirm that this is my husband. I am not just going to date because and I'm telling you after months, we're still not dating. And he accepted Christ. I was like, so if this is your will, I need you to confirm. I'm not wasting my time again. Please give me an answer. So I told him, my husband, I told him, let's fast. We fasted for a week. We didn't talk to each other. We didn't text each other. We didn't see each other. And we didn't tell anybody. Our families thought that we broke up. And we didn't want to say it because we wanted to do as the Bible says, hide where nobody can see you. And it says shower. So people don't think that you're suffering while you're fasting. So, you know, we were here going to, we were going to, um, to a school doing this and that and like doing partial fasting as well and just nobody knew and in the fifth day of the fast which was glorious a glorious day i'm fasting we haven't talked okay at all and i'm telling god um okay confirm to me through the word is this my man i open the bible and i go to songs of solomon and it is preaching about the how a man of God needs to be and how he is like the head and everything and then he opens his bible at this very same time and a virtuous woman's come out so we take this as confirmation because we haven't talked once girls and then we send a text message to each other and it is those bible verses at the same time we open our phone and we both have a, a the word okay in our chat after oh, five days of not talking and we're both shocked we're like was this right now and I, we're like yes i'm like I'm, I'm i'm taking this as confirmation i'm not doubting anymore like, like you're my husband he's like yeah and tomorrow i'm getting baptized and i was like wow wow what an amazing story i was like okay yay and i was like okay we can't talk anymore we'll end the fasting after tomorrow but stop talking to me <laughs> So we stopped talking then and there. I go back to God. I praise him. The next day, we still haven't seen each other. He picks me up. We're still fasting. We're like here, like almost crying. Like, oh my God, we did it. Like at this point, we think we're already married. <laughs> and then he goes and gets baptized. Wow. It was just beautiful. The way that God did it was beautiful because it was also innocent. We weren't unequally joked. That's what I try to tell girls. Don't try to change a guy. I never invited him to church. I never told him to accept Christ. I only told him, I am a Christian. This is who I am. And anything, that, any advice you ask me, anything you're going to tell me to do, I'm always going to go to Christ. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like that, we can't, we can't even get to know each other because it's not going to work. Yeah. 
And he himself went because he had curiosity of God, not mm -hmm. because he wanted to please me, not because I invited him and he wanted to like do what I told him, not because he liked me and he really wanted to have me like him back, but because he truly wanted to know of God. Yeah, it's great how you weren't the one that was trying to change him, but he was determined to pursue Christ. So that's just amazing. That's, that's what most amazing about the entire story because he was the one that was curious for himself and got to God, got closer to God. So yeah, I love that story so much because like uh, you can see how God can change someone. Like too often as Christian, we tend to judge. Yeah. And I feel that in that story, God had the, God was in that. God yeah. was in there. Yeah, the plan. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the fact that you, you guys say that you fasted before, getting in that relationship and actually got god's confirmation uh it's amazing yeah and it shows that god was the center of it all because both of you were seeking god for confirmation before you know before trying to proceed in the relationship yeah and like you said uh i really love that verse uh in 2 corinthians 6 14 that says do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers so often uh as young Christians, uh, we might think that, oh, we can change someone uh, even though they are unbelievers. But the Bible clearly says, do not be only called yoke. In Sarah's case, uh, he was the one that wanted to pursue Christ voluntarily. Sarah didn't like push him to pursue Christ and Christ, and it's amazing. Yeah. What do you think, Kim? I love that Sarah wanted the Lord to confirm to her because what happens is that uh, your feelings and emotions like because you are with the guy you are dating you forget you know about a lot of things but when you want God to be the one who is telling you yes or not is because you seriously uh, committed to God first and you want him to to tell you you want the direction from the Lord and from the beginning you were really determined in saying okay God if it's the guy I give it a try if it's not forget about it you know and sometimes we need to 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 be like that because we are uh, as women and we can involve our feelings and when you involve our your feelings and when we put ourselves there and if you're not putting God then it's gonna be hard for you to to move out of that relationship that maybe is not the the one that God has for you yes totally and what what are signs that Sarai, I got her a sign that, that you noticed and you are like, you know what, that's it. That's the man for me. Well, what were the signs from him as well, like that he sees in you? The best part I could say is the fact that I had more trouble keeping myself because I was a virgin mm -hmm. and we were waiting. We took three years to get married because wow. obstacles just kept coming because it wasn't the timing of God. So mm -hmm. first, my first advice is be equally joked. My second advice is wait for the time that mm -hmm. God tells you to. Okay, you have the confirmation, but right now might not be the time for you guys to get married. It took us three years. Not because we didn't want to. I wanted to get married the second that I saw that it was confirmed and that he got baptized. I was like, I'm ready. But Jesus was like, you're not. <laughs> I didn't think I was ready. Jesus didn't think he was ready. And he completely changed us in these three years. And when I was having a lot of temptation, I'm talking about, you know, 
human nature. I was having temptations and he was the one telling me, let's go out with our parents. Let's go out in public. Let's wow, not that's amazing. <laughs> he came to a point where he wouldn't kiss me. Mm. And then me being tempted by the devil, because any of us can be tempted. I was like, so you don't like me anymore. Cause how do you not even want to kiss me? You know, like, are you not attracted to me? I would tell him that you're not attracted. And he was like, it's not the time. It's not the time for me to be kissing you. It's not the time for me to even like touch your hair. Mm -hmm. Right now you're sensitive and we need to first go to the Lord and do things right. And I'm here like, aren't you the one that are not a virgin and I'm the one that's a virgin? How are you telling me this? <laughs> no, My no God, you are truly God in him. <laughs> the more I saw this, I was like, Lord, you're good. You know, you're good. There's times that we would fall and we would maybe kiss a little too much and then he would immediately stop it. He'd be like, no, this is wrong because it is wrong. Even if you don't think it's wrong, you're, you're giving, this is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Why is the temple of the Holy Spirit? When you're doing something and you're not married in Christ, when he's not the center of it, even if you're just in a relationship and mm -hmm. God is the center, you need to be, as the Lord says, you need to be united as one through marriage. And yeah. As of now, you girls that are not married, you're married to Christ. So mm -hmm. if you're married to Christ, you can't be giving your body to anybody else. The second that the Lord lets you marry the guy that he has for you, then your body becomes his. Wow. Yeah, so good. It is so important to keep your temple holy because our God is holy. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing that really took me like, this is the man of God for me. Because it wasn't normal for a guy to like, not even let me kiss him. <laughs> it wasn't. Amazing. Uh, Sarah, what advice would you give? Like, uh, you know, as girls, uh, we want to be married one day. What advice would you give us, like, to be to prepare ourselves for marriage? Because, like, uh, marriage is not uh, always easy. Like we see in the movies, or you know, we actually have to prepare for that. What advice would would you give, like, to us girls? My best advice is don't expect social media. Mm -hmm. Don't look for things in the world. Look at the Bible. Esther was waiting, Esther was a virgin, and the Lord provided her with a king. Wow. That's true. God always has the best for the best part. With a king. Yeah, a king. <laughs> king. Yeah. <laughs> I love For that. The quantities that you're looking for a man needs to be the quantity that you're finding in the Bible. It needs to be the quantity of Jesus. Wow. The Lord loves the bride and he needs the husband to love them as the Lord loves the church. Sure. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So good. He mm -hmm. needs to be respecting you, respecting God first, and then respecting you and patient in you. And you know, anybody can make mistakes, but know that the most important part is going back to the Lord and you guys need to do it together. You wow. can't be comfortable in the sinning zone because there's no Jesus in sin. Jesus mm -hmm. loves the sinner but he separates himself from the sin. He hates the sin. It's so important to keep it holy. That's my favorite word for God. He is holy above Amen. all. Uh, Amen. That's so true. Lovely. I'd like to add something that uh, this morning, actually I was, um, I woke up and I have this picture in front of me and it's Ecclesiastes uh, 
chapter three, verse one, that says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. And I love that because you said that, yeah, you met him, uh, like you have the confirmation, but it wasn't the time. Nice. And, I, and I think that uh, sometimes we want to, we want to rush into being a relationship to having that person. And I think that there are some things that we have to be prepared, uh, for example, to understand how to handle our emotions, anger, how to have the communication, the right communication, how not to, not, how not to be um, like confused about our feelings, but know that God is already supporting and, you know, in that relationship. I love that. What do you guys think, Christine? You yeah, I think it's amazing. Like for me, I was looking for the um, for a verse related related to like love. Since we were going to talk about relationship, and then I really love this verse that I saw in one Corinthians thirteen four to seven, which is our love is patient, it is kind, it does not envy or boast, it is not arrogant or rude. Uh, I love it because like um, it shows us what love is. The definition, the definition of love. It's not like some sort of like feeling or, or something. Uh, it's it's clearly in the Bible. It's it's patient. It's kind. There's not envy. And I think that's the kind of love uh, we need to have uh, in in our future relationship. It's not a feeling because feeling goes away. But if you have that definition in your heart, you'll be sustained in every trial. Yeah, I love it. Um... Thank you, Sarai, for being on the podcast. We really enjoy having the conversation with you. Um, we are learning, we keep learning, and we keep waiting on God's time. Um, everything that he does is amazing. Uh, everything that he does is because he has a purpose and a time. And I believe that everyone here, everyone that will listen to this conversation knows that God is also, will bring the person and will bring confirmation for sure. Sarai, uh... We definitely learned some tips from you and yeah we can't wait to have you for next yes that was great for the future mm -hmm. in our next episode well thank you guys for listening make sure to tune in for our next episode yes.